Hey everyone, it's Luke Gaston, and you're listening to Goofin. Thanks for turning turning into Goofin. You are. <laughs> I went I went Wisconsin to fucking pirate there. Thanks for tuning into the show. Thanks for being here. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're able to you know mitigate any stress that might be caused by the world for some reason. But uh, today's guest is not a comedian. He's in a band. Uh, he was also someone I used to do college radio with, and he was really one of the first people I was ever like you know yucking it up with. Uh, and he, we had a really fun radio show called Super Sweet 16 and Pregnant Show on uh, 90.5 KCSU at CSU's only radio station. Uh, it was a good time. And he was a cool dude, and I, I was really excited that he just got back from Asia. And I was like, dude, want to get the band back together? And he was like, fuck yeah. So uh, this is a fun episode. This is uh, my good buddy. Uh, put your hands together. Slap your neighbor. Jump up and down for the, well, he's not funny, but he's pretty funny. Zach. Johnson. Goofin. Goofin. No. Just goofin. Uh. <laughs> I haven't seen you in probably four years. You went to Vietnam. Did you go to Vietnam? Yep. Yeah. I'm Did trying you... to think of the last time I saw you. Because you got a wife in Vietnam for a while. Yeah. Did you A couple actually... ex-wives. Oh. No. Um, I, I, the Vietnamese dating scene is really odd. Um, Why? Well, I, I imagine you're like 712. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so 7 foot 12, that's a little hard. Um, but also it's just like... Casual dating is like less of a thing over there. Oh, they just go for like you're gonna marry him. It's essentially like the you know one of the first or like the second person you date that's like the one, right? Yeah. Um. So when I would I would date girls and they would just like fall for me like way too quickly and it was it would get weird and like I I'm I guarantee if I like proposed to a couple of the girls I was seeing they would have said yes like immediately. <laughs> Um, well, you just see your genetics, like, my kid's going to be fucking huge. <laughs> this is what I need. And it's like, Asia, especially Southeast Asia, is really weird in the fact that, like, white skin is beauty. Right? Is it really? Yeah. Um, so, like, darker. Because, so, so you see, like, Japanese people. Um, this is already sounding racist. Um, but uh, Oh, this is an alt-right podcast, so don't worry. <laughs> Great. I'm so glad I'm at the right place. <laughs> um, but uh, so Japanese people like generally have the same kind of skin tone. Right? Yeah. Um, they look genuinely similar. Uh, but Vietnamese skin tone varies a lot. There's some very like kind of white, whiter, lighter people and some very kind of darker skinned people. Yeah. And the darker skinned people are more like um, ashamed of it. And oh god, really? Yeah, it's so um I can show you pictures later, but I got like so everybody's on a motorbike. Um, especially when I first moved out there. Um, like economy's growing really fast, so people have cars. But twenty sixteen, like, there's less. So everybody's in a motorbike. Yeah. And uh the women cover every inch of their skin in order to get no sun. Um, and I've had, like, I've had people, you know, be like, well, I mean, it just keeps us cooler. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> does it? I'm not sure it does. Like cooler, like temperature? Like temperature cool. wise. Oh, okay. And like, you see it like a little bit, like it's like you don't have direct sunlight on there, but I don't, I mean, they were wearing like jackets. So you go on a date with a gal and she's just, she's just wearing a, a, a <laughs> well, blanket. you would, you would like, um, you would meet at, 
you know, a movie theater or whatever. And yeah. then when you would go to the parking lot and she would get on her motorbike, she would like open up the seat and there would be like hoodies and shit in there. So she would cover up like every every square inch of her body before she went outside. It was always it was something I never really got wow. used to. Wow, that is yeah. so bonkers. Uh, I went to Taiwan. I, I, the only Asian experience I had was I went yeah, to Taiwan. Yeah, you went to Taiwan. I saw pictures. Taiwan. I went there before China got cranky. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, China's cranky again. Cause I'm it's, fucking pissed, dude. Why? Hong Kong. I went to Hong Kong first year I was in Vietnam, so like 2017. And coolest city, coolest city in the world. And what were you doing out there? Just teaching? I was teaching. Yeah. yeah. Teaching um, the youths. Teaching them youths. <laughs> <laughs> Spreading imperialism through language. Nice. Essentially. But um, yeah, I love Hong Kong. Hong Kong is such a cool city. And you got to see it while it was Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah. And now it's going to be destroyed. Like there's going to be nothing left. And I mean, it, it's sad because. Um, let me know when we go live. Um, but oh, we're live. <laughs> oh, sick! <Yeah>. Awesome. <laughs> we we got an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what was I saying? Uh, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. So um, if Hong Kong was part of China in the 1990s, Hong Kong would have made up something nuts like 75 or 80 percent of their GDP. Like that's how big of a deal it was wow. before China's economy blew up. Um, so it's obvious why they wanted it, but nowadays it would it, it makes up like two or three that was because like Shanghai, Beijing, uh, even Shenzhen are like bigger manufacturing zones in Hong Kong now. But yeah, they make everything. <laughs> they they have steel around the balls right now. <laughs> like I work in I, right now I work in bronze. Oh I make really? Bronze sculptures. Yeah. No shit. Oh yeah, I'm in food stamps. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all? <laughs> So am I the first non-comedian? You are. You are the first non-comedian. But we have we've had a we had a beautiful past, you know. Yeah, I, exactly. I want to I talk more about you know Asia and China and all that yeah. good stuff. But <laughs> we had that DJ Thunderbeard and DJ ZJ's Super Sweet Sixteen, Super and, Pregnant Sweet 16 show. and Pregnant. And you know what's funny is we made it that show in like I think like 2013, 2014, mm -hmm. and then in 2015 SNL had a sketch called Super Sweet Sixteen and Pregnant. Really? Like Scarlett Johansson was like the main character as like a 16-year-old. Huh. And I was like, hey, we made something silly that fucking SNL did a couple years later. Because so. you went to, where was your, you took a trip. Yeah, well, yeah. It, CBI. For people who don't know, we, we were, we were de college radio DJs at KCSU, Fort Collins in Colorado and CSU's, yeah, it was a, I loved college radio. But yeah, I went <laughs> to CBI. You went to, what was it called? Uh, CMJ. CMJ. So you went to the music industry side, yep. and I went to uh, CBI, which was the uh, college broadcasting in 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 intelligence. I don't know. <laughs> it was this thing where we, we were we were nominated to be like the number one college radio show. Yeah, and we got second, and all I got to show for it was an STD. <laughs> you got an STD at CBI. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, we had a good radio show. God we damn had it. a good radio show. We honestly did. Um, I've, as the classic joke goes, I've got the face for radio. Yes. So it was, it was definitely the industry for me. Oh yeah, we but, were. Yeah, once they put because I, I remember when CSU before they did all this renovating shit, they had this actually din like dingy concrete basement where it was like a perfect radio station mm -hmm. in the corner. You're in the darkness. Yeah, perfect. Right, like everything oh. soundproofed. 
and then they remodeled so that there's this big window where you just stare at the people on air and the you just, there's this window so you can't fuck around no and like do drugs <laughs> Just be an idiot in there. You can't like you can't shoot up on air anymore. You can't anymore. shoot it's up like... anymore. <laughs> but no, honestly, like when I joined KCSU, the old the old studio was so cool because yeah, it's just subterranean. Mm-hmm. Like I remember going in there the first time and just thinking, like, am I in the right place? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> it's kind of scary. Sure. It looks like a muffler factory too. Yeah. At the same time, <laughs> but like it's cool. But like I think we were in a good time because. It was like 2000, the early 2010s, and that's when radio was just beginning to die. <laughs> so no one really gave a shit, <laughs> but we still had listeners. A few. Yeah, we had a few. People were, uh, people always texted in, like, when we were. Oh, yeah, and, but, like, I think also, like, I've had people I've talked to over the years, and I've told them I did radio, and they're like, what was your show? And I, we'd tell them, like, mm-hmm. oh, the Super Sweet 16 and Pregnant Show fridays and they're like oh we used to listen to that like people people were just like in town like at their bike shop or like yeah. some like you know deepy dough or some yeah. calzone shop would listen to kcsu yeah i remember um this only happened one time but i was like i was in line outside of a gig i think it, i think it was a gig at the aggie or whatever uh waiting to get in and i was talking to the like whatever friend i came with and the guy in front of me in line is like wait are you dj cj <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was so weird. It's never happened to me ever again. Just has your photograph. Like, sign it, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Super Sweet 16 and Pregnant is my jam. It changed my life. <laughs> it changed my life. <laughs> now, we got we probably should have got fined, huh? We had a couple times where, where I said a, a swear word or two. Almost definitely. Almost definitely. <laughs> it was not it was not nearly as bad as um when I was a sophomore in college, I had my punk and hardcore show, Scum. <laughs> um and I Scum. I would listen to the I would listen to the playlist beforehand and I would be like, There are one hundred percent no curse words in this playlist. Mm-hmm. And then I would get to the studio and I'd play the first song and I'd be like, Fuck yeah. <laughs> like in the third word. Fuck your mother, <laughs> fuck <laughs> some piss, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. I've had plenty of those. Cause yeah, it, it happened I would say almost every week on yep. that show. My show was uh, the DJ uh my, my DJ name was DJ Thunderbeard and I my first show was Thor's Hammer. Ah, and I just played. Yeah, you had a metal show. I played a metal show, yep. and yeah, there's just songs where I'd be like, you'd be like, "We'll take their fucking heads," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't uh, play that one because <laughs> they they really scare you." Where it's like, if you have a swear word, the FCC can fine you anywhere from ten thousand to a hundred thousand dollars in fines per swear word. Yeah, but that's if they listen. That's if they listen, or someone reports you. Yeah, and that never, happened. never. <laughs> Never. I remember one time, the old uh, station manager, she was, this was like right before you and I kind of started, but I remember hearing the story about like, or actually, I was there the day that this rapper came in, (laughs) I was going to do a live on air rap, you know, I was going to play, and she she was like, do not, okay, I want you to sign this, do not say any bad words, I listen to your music, there's a lot of bad words, don't say any of these words, like wrote them out, or wrote them out. He's like, yeah, them down. Rich, written them down. He's like, yeah, cool, dude. And then he gets on the air and just says the N-word about 90 times in a minute. Wow. <laughs> and, like, 
they cut the air and this like like five foot two gal who's the station manager goes in there and points at the like grabs this guy like six foot four just like grabs him and goes like what are you doing what's wrong with you they just made this like grown man cry because he's like <laughs> i didn't know <laughs> i was trying to be better i'm so sorry <laughs> That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you feel bad for people nowadays getting into radio? Mm, sort of. Sort of? Because we missed the heyday. I think the heyday was oh, we totally, 2000. Cause, so I'm I'm reading a book right now about, um, as you do, uh, I read books. Um, what else is there to do? Yeah. I've been making sourdough and collecting food stamps. Oh, totally. Right? <laughs> I've watched so many movies this year. I've watched more movies oh. than I ever have been in watching my great British. Life. Have you watched Great British Baking Show? No, everybody is like, it. everybody's obsessed, and so I refuse to get into it. It's the same with Game of Thrones. Like Everybody uh, was like, this is the best fucking thing. Yeah. So I just never, I never did it. I have that too, but... Once they st- once you start hearing British accents talking about fucking pastries, you're just like, all right, this is what I need. I'm gonna be okay. It's, a, it's, it's like an ASMR thing. It's, or... it's, it's an ice bike <laughs> into the proving drawer. Yeah, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> it changed my life. But yeah, you're reading this book. I'm reading a book about like '80s punk, post-punk kind of bands like Black Flag, Husker Du kind of stuff. And they talk about how these bands got popular because of college rock. Mm-hmm. And so, like, college radio stations were making these bands in the 80s. And that literally never happened <laughs> when, no. we were, when we were in college radio. Like, uh, I... There I, were a few bands, but they were already on a trajectory. They were already on a trajectory. Like, so, so when we were... I think Tycho was one of the few bands that got huge when we were. They got yeah. So so he they he got big, um, but you know he had he was signed to a record label mm-hmm. and he had like a promotions team working behind him. Yeah. But in the eighties, like they were signed to these stupid little independent record labels that they were just like hand gluing together sleeves. Yeah. And then they would give these seven inches to college radio stations, and that was how music spread. And that's just, it just can't happen now because of the internet. Mm-hmm. And it's like overall a good thing, I think. Yeah, it's less uh, gatekeeper y. Because oh, I remember yeah. I, I was the director of Loud Rock at KCSU for a while. Mm-hmm. And you would just get a call. You'd call one person a week who's the promotional person. Yep. Who just has all the shit they're trying to push by l- records. Mm-hmm. And they get paid by you. Uh, promoting, not promoting. What is it? Uh, you chart things. Yep. So one to ten. This is what we're. This is what we're spinning at the fucking whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. And the guy was named Munzee, and he was. You ever talk to Munzee? Munzee. It's just yeah. this guy from Boston. No, he's from the Bronx, dude. And he's like, "What's going on?" He, every I would call him every Monday. He's like, "What's going on, brother? Okay, what's going on with you?" And I'm like, "Oh, nothing." And I'm like awkward, like I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like 19 years old, like I don't know. <laughs> and he's like. All right, brother, well, you got number one, I got this. I got cannibal fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> number two. FCC violations on number one through 15. Uh, <laughs> you just, can't play yeah, any of them. Track four is a hitter, but if you got something that can make it good, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and he would, just, he would just like try to push the gnarliest butt yep. rock ever because yep. he got paid to do it. Totally. Always eating a raw chicken. He's <laughs> a crazy person. <laughs> they were, it was... It was just funny because so 
yeah, for anybody listening that doesn't know our history, like, yeah, you you were like the loud rock music director for a while. Yeah. I was the overall music director at the station for a while. Yeah. Um, and yeah, these promoters would come to you and you'd have to talk to them on the phone. And some of them were awesome. Yeah. Like some of them were really like they didn't um they didn't do the they didn't beat shit. around the bush. They didn't mm-hmm. like they were like, you know, honestly, it's not that good of a record, but like <laughs> one song is pretty good. You can yeah. play that one. Uh just charted at number thirty. Just and scratch like, my back, you scratch <laughs> mine, kind of yeah. <laughs> Exactly, right. Um uh, but there were others that like they would come in and this guy t- this week we've got you know, this is a year like 2015, yeah. and he's like, "We've got the new Marilyn Manson album, and this is like the best Marilyn Manson album that's ever been released." Like, and it's like, "No, it's fucking not." That, the year is 2015. That's not, that's a, not happening. That's not how albums work, <laughs> especially with Marilyn Manson. Exactly. It's like they would have. A, I don't know. They would have the new. I don't know. Think of a '70s rock band that's still making. They like the new ACDC album or something, and yeah. they'd be like, "This is like." better than 70s acdc a little bit i remember one time i had a, a promoter who's like we got the new corny album what do you think of it and i was like oh i hate i was just like i like i let i put it on blast like i think corn is a bag of shit <laughs> and he just you're just silence over their side like over the phone he's like all right well we got an audio slave like <laughs> like was not expecting me to be like oh corn fucking sucked because it was like their dubstep album Oh, that was that was a grim. So our <laughs> college years coincided perfectly with like the rise and fall of like really broy dubstep. Yeah, skill, Skrillex. Yeah, I almost said yeah. Skill Rex. Skill Rex, <laughs> uh, Skill Rex, and like Nero, and yeah. all of these. Just like every every big radio hit at the time had that fucking identical drop. Yeah. For the chorus. Yeah. yeah. And that was our entire college experience. Um, and yeah. it was just the worst. Do you ever find yourself like you? I mean, I, I we, we were not, we're 90s kids, right? I mean, you're not like yeah. 48 secretly, right? <laughs> okay. I was actually born in 72. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Did you hear the. Um, <laughs> We're just now. We're just telling KCSU stories. We're just gonna get like KCSU shut down. <laughs> We've got so many weird think stories so? about them. No, I don't think, think anybody's. Li- <laughs> I think the statue of limitations is gone for because they. I remember the the station manager like, okay, the scammer only does six months in advance. Uh-huh. So after six months, if you said fuck shit, piss ass, sometime you're fine. Yeah, we're good. And honestly, if the FCC is going after. It'd be it'd be counterintuitive for the FCC to go after KCSU because it's a government funded totally entity. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, they they've got Clear Channel to go after. They've got iHeartRadio to go after. Easy. But this isn't this isn't even like um like a problems with KCSU station. This was just so when I was in my second year of college, there was this guy that was part of the news the news team. Yeah. Um, and really nice guy. I forget his name at this point, uh, but really nice guy, like really good at his job on the news team. And then by the end of the year, we found out that this guy wasn't a student at CSU. This guy was like 35 years old. Really? And he was just showing up to try to get like bank for his resume just to get experience to get like a news radio job. Smart man. Yeah. I, I was. Uh, I was like – Go you, dude. Like, that's awesome. (laughs) 
I'm not even mad. Yeah, you don't need to pay. You know, <laughs> they have to pay the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Maybe not that much, but that's what it feels like. <laughs> right? Yeah, he just showed up and he was like, I'm a student. Yep. And we were like, of course you are. Yes, hello, I am a student. <laughs> hello, fellow kids. What are you guys doing for homecoming? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you taking to prom this year? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, it was good times, college radio. You know, and it, I think it's funny because when you, when you look at radio nowadays, it's just one company owns all of radio. Mm-hmm. And there was a time when it was, nope, there's the radio over here. And it used to be like the community plug-in for, the, yep. for a local scene. Yep. And now that it's all on the internet, you don't have that local like, oh, you know fucking uh, Tank the Fuckhead? Uh, over, <laughs> you know, it's Tank the Fuckhead. Like, you know, they're just like a personality you'd have in town. and they, they 90.1. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jim the Fuckhead here. <laughs> We're gonna be we're gonna be doing I'm gonna be bobbing for apples over <laughs> in the field for the ninety point one fuckface event. <laughs> yeah, I I um, I'm not I'm not making that sound very good, but there was a good there was a good community. I like there was a that. community um there was a community element to it. There was also just like a lot of bullshit. Um, but like when I I graduated college, so college radio times were done. I tried to go into the industry, but didn't really enjoy it. So I quit, moved back here to Fort Collins. Yeah, because you moved to New York for I a moved bit. to New York City for like a minute. Why did? What was the thing that was like, fuck this? What was the final? Well, so like I grew up in Elizabeth, Colorado. I don't know if you've ever been to Elizabeth, Colorado, but it's a... It's just cows. Yeah. Like, it's just cows you and horses. You grew up in Elizabeth? I grew up in Elizabeth. No shit. Yeah. There's a few comics who grew up in Elizabeth that are really headlining who? comics. Sam Talent, uh, David Borey. Sam Talent was before my time. Yeah. Um, well, I had, I knew people who knew or Sam. Or after. You might be 48 years old. Or sorry. <laughs> a, uh, did I say before my, yeah, Sam. No. T- oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, it was, I a, got it was you. a callback. That was a callback to a previous joke. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Let me explain this for you guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I knew about Sam. I didn't know about any others. Um, but, uh, anyway, so, like, Elizabeth, Fort Collins is bigger than Elizabeth and has grown a lot since, you yeah. know, the decade ago when I started college here. But it's still a pretty small town. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to New York, and I just couldn't do it. Like, I was living in a closet for, like, $800 a month, which, like, these fucking roommates who I despised. Like, yeah. they were they were terrible. I, I liked the jobs enough, but it was just like a – they were like desk jobs. And I kind of always thought, like, I'm not going to have a desk job, mm-hmm. you know, um, and got there, and that's you exactly it was, what it was. You thought it was all just hanging out in the back of green rooms, like, all right. <laughs> got... And there was, like – there were perks. Like, I got mm-hmm. a lot of free, free show tickets, um, and that was fun. Yeah. I met some artists. It was – it was like a good time, but I just couldn't see it as like a career that I could sustain. Yeah, if you couldn't enjoy your like everything about it, that suck. Yeah, yeah. But um, long story short, this is now way way out from the original story I was going to tell. But um, I I moved back to Fort Collins and I just got a job at a hotel um, for about a year before I just decided fuck it and I moved to Asia. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was I was working the night shift at this hotel. Um, in Fort Collins and my manager was just the weirdest I like just a goofy dude odd 
he was like he was odd. He he was one of those people that like obviously had a decent amount of like street smarts about him because he was still alive, but he was like just the dumbest fuck. Like I I I remember um he's a goober. He was a goober. A yeah. goober is a good word for it. So <laughs> at this hotel, um this guy. So he used to do radio. Um he was he was like the guy at the radio station on like the morning show that all the other DJs would like make fun of and make him do dumb shit. <laughs> Good. So like he had all these stories about like, yeah, they, and then they would put something in my asshole on, on air. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why you're telling me any of this stuff, but um, yeah. So every that, shift. <laughs> yeah. Just every shift. He had something new to say. Like he moved to Russia for a while and just opened an English teaching school and married this Russian woman who was so hot. Just, like, <laughs> absurdly hot. And this dude was not a good-looking fella. He was, you know, he was sounds a man. Like, sounds like he had a plan. He had a plan. <laughs> yeah. He moved to, like, the sticks of Russia, opened up an English school, and came back with just, like, a smoking hot model. Um, but, but the dude, like... We're not even talking about radio anymore. I'm just no, that's fine. Okay, this good. is way more interesting. All right, perfect. Um, he would so he would. I remember one time it was like six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning. My shift was about to be over, and he came in to relieve me. Um, and this guy at the beginning of my shift had left like a suitcase down there uh, at the front desk. I was working at the front desk, um, and I thought nothing of it. I just left the suitcase there. And in the morning, as I was getting ready to leave, um, the dude came up to pick up the suitcase. And my manager was like, oh, I'm so glad you weren't some Muslim guy (laughs) (laughs) leaving the suitcase here being like, oh, keep my suitcase here. And he literally said that to a customer at this hotel. Uh, (laughs) And I'm in the back like, oh, my fucking God. He would just pull shit like this, like, all the time. I, I highly doubt he still works at this hotel that I'm not going to name. Did he own the hotel? Or was he a manager? No, he was, like, second in command. I feel like a lot of second in command, first in command people, they just never have the... They, they don't have to grow as a person because mm-hmm. they're already at the top. So, yeah. So he was just kind of like, oh, I'm hilarious and I'm the best. Well, it's also, like, I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But when you're talking like a like a town like Fort Collins, and I don't mean to like bash anybody who's like middle manager at a Wendy's or something, I but am. like, okay, so you like you're not like a wonderful person, <laughs> you know? Right. Like to get the job at a middle manager at a Wendy's or like second in command at like a a, a mid size hotel in Fort Collins, like you don't have to be oh. that great <laughs> i have a friend i i uh well not a friend he's a person who I, I, had a, I had a group of friends and then this guy always just was like a kind of a cancer cell that just yep. attached on oh and yeah would never leave we all had those yeah and he he uh worked at rent a car enterprise for the longest time and he was just he's just it was funny because he's like i'm gonna start my own business and he just tried to do that for two years he's like i'm gonna work at rent a car enterprise <laughs> he worked there for like five years and he just recently got a promotion to get like a, a six-figure job up in the mountains for rent a car. Wow! But damn, he's the kind. He's the kind of you know douche canoe who would get. We're just shitting on people who are making like yeah, fuck you. Yeah, you make money. Yeah, you corporate scum. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you yeah yeah. You had a crazy job in Fort Collins. You, you're like, fuck it, I'm moving to Asia. Decided I was going to move to Asia. 
Um, so I got like. Um, Did you try and find any radio gigs out there? No. That'd be kind of hard because you're not. Because <laughs> I don't speak any of those languages. <laughs> Just imagine. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> We had the idea in in Hanoi that we were going to start a pirate radio station because like Vietnam Vietnam is really awesome in some senses. Like so, here in America we have this idea of like freedom, right? Where it's like we are the most free country in the world. But Vietnam has like this very it has in some of the senses we do have freedom like they don't like they lock up journalists for like talking bad about the communist party and you never see them again like that kind of shit does happen um but there's also kind of this freedom of like man just nobody gives a shit like yes you can just do whatever so it's like i'm sure if we just found some radio equipment we could just start a pirate radio station on the top of this apartment complex and we never did it but like a lot of stuff like that that just started as a dumb idea in Vietnam just, like, happened because nobody really cared. <laughs> um, and that was something that I really, really loved about it out there. It's it's very kind of Wild west I would have – I mean, part of the reason I love traveling anywhere in the world is to eat their food. Oh, yeah. How was the food? Was oh, the food just, just the best? Like, I would I would have shoved pho and banh mi's down my gourd every morning. <laughs> I – so – to sound like a pretentious prick, like I, I can't eat pho in the states now, and it's not because the pho in Vietnam is that much better. It's really not. Um, I've had better pho in the states than I had in Vietnam. Oh, um, but pho is like one of the kind of cheapest, like almost lower class foods oh, really? in Vietnam. Um, so it's it's like ever present. Like you can find a pho stand in literally every little village and town in the entire country. For those who don't know, we're talking about pho too. Yeah, we're talking about pho. Pho. <laughs> I kind of like. Pho. You want to go get some pho? Yeah. <laughs> you ever order that like in America? Like, can I get a pho? <laughs> can I get one pho, please? I get the tendon. Tendon. Ooh, I want yeah. tendon. I want brains. <laughs> oh, give you, me an ankle. I you want... never you never knew what kind of chunks of meat you were gonna get in in vietnam yeah but, so um, what was but like? anyway so like you got a bowl of pho for like 25 cents nice um so it's like even even if this is the best bowl of pho you're ever going to serve me in fort collins colorado or denver or wherever i'm not paying 12 dollars for it <laughs> it's not even that bad because <laughs> uh, exactly and that's like reasonable <laughs> yeah. but it's like to me it's like hell no, no, no. no. no, no, no i'm no. i'm not here for this no <laughs> And you get like a buying me where they just like kind of like sloppily spread pate on it and just Mm -hmm. give it to you and you pay like 15 cents for it. And it's like, this is, this is the best. Yeah. Man, poverty. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) What was the best thing you ate out there? What is What's the thing that just, just fucking slaps you? For me, Taiwan, I was just wandering through the alleys, bumping into shit, being the only drunk person in town because they don't drink out there. <laughs> the men do. The men drink. Yeah, but not the way we did. We we would order like <laughs> we'd order a bomber, like you know the twenty two ounce ones. Yeah, and they'd think that they want we wanted one for the table, and we're like, uh, no, uh, no, one each, please, and no. bring two because we're now even thirstier from <laughs> waiting before. <laughs> but I remember I was walking through the the just the alleys, and I just see this cart with this guy who's making, uh pork wonton shoulder soup oh, yeah. and he had his own chilies he made and yes. i bought a bowl 
And I was just like, holy fuck. And I just kept going to the guy. I was like, that was the best thing I ever ate. And he's just like, I don't. I have no idea what he's you're like, saying. He's like, shit, shit. <laughs> like, but what was the best thing you ate? Um, I felt like mine was just something I stumbled upon. I was like, holy shit. Which was the same with Taiwan. Taiwan has just the, mean, best, the best street markets mm-hmm. in the entire world, as far as I'm concerned. Taiwan does? Or Taiwan wait, does. It um, felt like it. It like I've never been anywhere that has just better market food. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Vietnam, there's a food that is popular in the northern half of the country. So, in terms of if we're talking history, welcome to history with Luke Gaston. <laughs> um, uh, most Vietnamese immigrants in the States, yeah. which now would be most of the people who started Vietnamese restaurants in the States or Europe or wherever, uh, were from the South because that was the side of Vietnam that the United States was occupying occupying and partnering with, right? Yeah. So the North was the communists and the South were the, you know, the American puppet oh, government, essentially. So the commie food's better? <laughs> the commie food's way better. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, so uh, there's a there's a food called boon cha, which I live for. Boon cha. And you can, I've found it in like Europe. I've found it in the States, but it's never, it's never like Hanoian boon cha. It's never the same. And are you finding this like in a shack? Yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 Shack on the side of the street. Um, and you, you, you come in. And it's so it's a bowl of these. Um, so they have like a charcoal grill, and you can always know it's a Boonshaw restaurant because there's just like torrents of horrifying cancer smoke coming out of this <laughs> this charcoal grill. Yeah. Um, no and, ventilators. Oh god, yeah. no, no, fuck that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no emissions requirements oh, over there shit. either. Um, but uh, so you you'd come in and they'd have this like charcoal grilled pork like pork meatballs that they put in a bowl of what's essentially fish sauce, but it's like a sweet, like a sweetened fish sauce mm. with some like vegetables in there. On the side, you'd have a uh, a pile of noodles. Oh, um, fuck. So like pho, pho, for example, is not, there's tons of different foods with like pho, Mm-hmm. In the in the name in Vietnam, because pho is just one kind of noodle, um, so like pho sao is like fried pho noodles. Mm. Boon is another kind of noodles, like a almost, what do you call it, like a vermicelli noodle almost. Yeah. Um. So on the side you've got that, and then a just a little dish of fresh chilies God. with like uh like a lime, and you just put it all together. God, I'm hard. And greens. You have like lettuce and all these greens that you put in there as well, and it's actually the best. So you just you just have nightmares you don't get it anymore? I do. I ate it like probably twice a week for years yep. of my life. Um which can have been particularly good for me. You get sick a lot living in Southeast I'm Asia. Sure. You, same reason you're like, Oh, what's that cancer smell? You know? <laughs> That's probably not good. You get sick a lot because like um Running water. Oh yeah, you don't drink the water. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Um, you uh, you, ha- you always have it. to have. You always. <laughs> <laughs> did you move back because of the virus, or did the no? Virus... It was actually kind of interesting. Um, so I was in Vietnam. Uh, I and I was gonna move back to uh, start a teaching program. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, before I went, I wanted to go back to Japan and I wanted to go to Korea. Um, so my original plan was I was going to spend three months in Japan, two months in Korea. Nice. And then do some time in China mm -hmm. um, just on like a transit visa and then get back to the States in like mid-February. Yeah. But I decided without telling my mother that I was going to surprise her for Christmas and show up Christmas Eve. Yeah. And so I, I shortened all of my trips. I still, like, I went to all those places but cut a couple months of trip. And it was a wonderful idea because mm -hmm. I might have I might still be over there. Like, because I was oh, going to, yeah. I was going to be in Korea in February when that just fucking shut down. Um, and then I had a flight out of China. They wouldn't have let me into China. I probably would have spent like six more months in Korea just like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Because you couldn't fly anywhere. Part of me, it, it blows because Vietnam was like nation, like worldwide, one of the best responses to the virus. So communism helps. Communism helps because you can just and and this is communism in the sense of like, this is a dictatorship. Yeah, and you do what we tell you to because do. Because in our heart, as Americans, deep down, we haven't got, we haven't been able to shake that point when we were we were the Revolutionary War. <laughs> And the British were like, you need to pay taxes. <laughs> and we're like, fuck you, dude. And that is deep in our DNA. So now oh, yeah. when someone's just like, hey, you need to put on a mask and not go out as much. Fuck you, fuck dude. Fuck Especially you. the youths in town. They're all just jumping in a pile, putting each other's fingers in mouth. <laughs> College towns, I presume, are nuts. Because, oh, like, well, yeah, I that's, mean, 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, like... We were 18 once, like, yeah. just dumb, oh. just fucking stupid. Oh, you think, you know, once you're 18, you're like, oh, I'm fucking awesome. I am, I know everything about everything. And then, like, when you're 20, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm an adult. I can go to a bar. <laughs> and then you're like, I think once you're, like, 30, you're like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. If you're not like that, <laughs> you gotta be like. If you haven't, if you are in your late 20s or early 30s listening to this podcast right now and you have not had that moment that was like oh my god i'm a worthless piece of garbage like <laughs> you have growing to do you like gotta, you have not figured it out it's the uh yeah i mean but there's also that there's a there's perks to be in that i'm the best i'm just i could do it totally yeah there's perks to being an idiot yeah um there's perks to being an asshole there's yep. perks to just being like an overconfident prick because yep. like, and I see it. Like I was, we were that in radio for a bit. Yeah, totally. We were just um, like, we're the best. We'd get emails that say like, hey, you shouldn't say that. We're like, well, we're gonna <laughs> fuck them all. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, I mean, in in my in my personal life, and still to a to a lesser extent now, but like, I was a relatively like timid kind of person. Yeah. Um, but like. The, the older you get, the more you just realize that it's, like, if you just fake knowing, like, what you're supposed to be doing and fake competence in anything, like, people will just believe you. Yep. And you just keep just keep doing that until yeah, you die. Just fake it. And if you, if you fuck up, just go, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Or don't. Or don't even admit it. Yeah. yeah just sure. just <laughs> shake your head go home. And, like, it worked out for Trump. Like, yeah. he just didn't ever say he did yeah. anything wrong he's, i kind of feel bad for him now he's like oh i don't feel bad for the no? man at all I, he, he did a lot of great things <laughs> but what did he do <laughs> i was telling you dude we're an alt-right podcast we, uh, <laughs> you know so i i have a lot of family from like south dakota um and south dakota's red oh yeah um and they post things on facebook that are just 
insane. They're not on Parlor yet. <laughs> Have you heard of Parlor? No. Oh, Parlor. Oh, that's like the new alt right Facebook, right? Great, great. I mean, I'm thinking about making just a profile, like, "Hey, Lucas on comedy," because I hear you get like followers quick. Just say like, "Oh yeah, the Earth is flat" and shit like that, and you'll get wow. you'll get some followers. That's how I'm gonna make a music career. Yeah. Is. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Speaking of which, dude, you're. Uh, I saw your your music video last night that you filmed in Vietnam. Yeah. What was your band's name? Uh, so it's uh, it's called Hex Cassette. It it reminds me of getting. And don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> but it reminds I'll me, take it the wrong way, no it, matter what you say. <laughs> it reminds me of getting a CD in at the, at the station, <laughs> and it's Hex Cassette. We put it in, we do the review for it, and we're just like, holy shit, this is... <laughs> wow. This is some wild shit. Because <laughs> your music video is like you dressed as a goth uh-huh. in Hanoi, mm-hmm. uh, creeping the fuck out of Hanoians. Hanoitians? Hanoians. 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 Yep. Um, yeah, it was actually, it was super fun to shoot. I so, bet. um, so this is now just a promotion technique for my music. That's what the rest of this. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be. I'll give no, you I'm the a... floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, so I make kind of like very aggressive, like gothic dance music, I guess. Um, and so I'm in like minor corpse paint. And this this Brazilian friend of mine designed these masks, which look awesome. They look yeah. fucking great. Um, and basically, we just like we drove around random parts of Hanoi, and um, this uh, this just wonderful Vietnamese girl named Chin came along, and uh, like we, you know, there'd be like a fruit lady on the side of the street, um, and I'm like. I want a shot of one of the people in a mask behind the fruit lady. <laughs> and and Chin would go up to this fruit lady and be like, can we film you? And she's like, no. <laughs> and then she'd be like, come on. Until the woman would be like, fucking fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and that's just how we got almost every shot in that video. Like it, it, it was um, like half, of, like half of the people were like, fuck it like go ahead just film me and then the other half this this uh this awesome vietnamese girl just like just convinced them somehow man <laughs> um but yeah it uh it turned out pretty good how do you think your music's gonna do in south dakota oh i i have no plans to tour there get on <laughs> get on parlor dude yeah i guess i just um, think it's funny that parlor is just like, it's a free speech platform and it's uh but it just means you just get the all the goobers who just believe all the goobiness. Because that's the problem now with social media is just it's the algorithms will push the most ridiculous shit because that's yep. what people will listen to and then they believe it. And then all of a sudden Kathy down the road thinks uh, Trump's fighting a shadow war. Yeah. Well, what it does... Um, what it does is it just like equalizes all opinions, right? Um, and in terms of like... Like, so, oh, what was that video that came out? Plandemic, right? Uh, like, early on in the, early on in COVID, oh. there was this, like, really professionally made video about how it was all made up. For 5G or something like that? Yeah, like, it was all just fucking, like, Bill Gates did this, yeah. you know? Um, but because, like, the barrier to making professional-looking stuff is it's just so easy to do yeah. now like any like so it was it was that video that i just filmed was just like two of my friends with cameras mm-hmm. and it's really good and it, and it looks like it looks pretty much professional so now just some troll who just has never gone outside like 
You know what? I think my favorite one, dude, is when the Bill Gates had sex with a bat. <laughs> That's my favorite conspiracy theory. <laughs> and now he's trying to... <laughs> That's where coronavirus started. <laughs> That's awesome. That's fucking awesome. And that just one makes me smile. Like, yeah. Oh, that's just great. But then and you have that goober who believes it, and you're like, dude, you did. Do you've got the goobers that believe it, and then you've got like the uber goobers that are like filming, like like we said, like it's just super easy to make like a a doctor YouTube video where it's like, well, I'm doctor so and so, and I don't think masks are good. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. shared like a hundred thousand times on like Karen Facebook. <laughs> I saw um, I saw a Karen Facebook where it was like, she's like, I'm not gonna make my daughter wear a mask because if she gets stolen, how can they see duct duct tape over her mouth if she's being kidnapped? <laughs> and it's just like, uh, my my favorite thing at KCSU was making all the in- I was the production oh, yeah. manager. You were good. You were I, really good. I made it. a bunch of the in between stuff like when you were listening to a radio station, it's like 91.5 KCSU. We got lots of free tunes. Up next. You know, shit yep. like that, the in-between stuff. My yep. favorite one was, we actually got a lot of complaints for it. Uh, <laughs> I think it's probably gone by now. <laughs> but it was Sam and Frodo from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. And I that just, was... I played the bed for like the like the Hobbit music. And it was just me going back and forth like, oh, Sam. Mr. Frodo. Oh, Sam. Mr. Photo. Like, they just kind of did that sexually for, like, two minutes. It was so long. Yeah. Every time it would play. And it just, it just cuts to guy, guy going, like, what are you watching? He's like, oh, nothing. And it's just like, you know. 90.5 KCSU. 90.5 KCSU. <laughs> and we started getting calls, like, saying, yeah, um, I think the Lord of the Rings <laughs> homosexuality commercial needs to go. I think we're going to cut that one. Because the joke was, because I didn't know I was doing jokes when I was doing it. I was just fucking around. They gave yep. me a studio to fuck around oh, in, yeah. which was part of the really reason. Really nice studio. Yeah. This is why, I mean, now that's part of the reason I've, I've made a podcast, because I was like, well, this is a fun thing I like to do. Yeah. I like talking and having, being a goofball. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I had, to, I had this basically play place of a sound studio to fuck around in, and yep. I, would just, I would just fuck around and make, make stuff, and then people would call me and be like, either that was really funny, or they'd be like... That wasn't good. You need to take that down now. <laughs> and the Hobbit one was one of the latter. Yeah. That was on there for a while. Though. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they probably should get rid of everything I made. And there was a lot of copyright infringement. And there was a lot of... I mean, especially for that time. It was edgy for that time. Now it's... Uh-huh. But, like, I don't think it was... It wasn't... I don't think the Hobbit thing was bad. Because it was just two people who loved each other. And a guy was watching porn about it, right? That's kind of the joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think that's any. I, I think the person who's like, um, like, probably was not for four gate. Like, because well, you could. Push I wonder. Back. I, I, but I, I wonder if it was like Frodo and uh, fucking elf woman, Arwen. Arwen. Yeah, I'm not really a big Lord of the Rings person. If it, if you recorded the exact same bump with Frodo and Arwen doing mm-hmm. those that same thing. <laughs> I think you would still get the same complaints. Oh, Arwen. <laughs> oh, I've got my tiny fingers. <laughs> Bring me them feet. I guess that's not how a night how old an elf would talk. It's just deep. It's just like a deep <laughs> like northern English accent. Bring me them, Bring me them feet. <laughs> Bring me them feet. I want to suck on your feet, Frodo. <laughs> I'm Owen of the Forest. 
The Great British Bake Off, dude. <laughs> I love that show. I am so I'm. It's the fucking thing right now. It's I swear than, it's I swear it's one of like five things people talk you about. You know why anymore. it's good? It's it's reality TV at its best core because there's no no one. If it was a great American Bake Off, it would be just you know. Courtney grabbed my hair and I put yep. my fist down her fucking throat. <laughs> You know, but there, they're just like, oh, I didn't get a good bike, and I'm going home, but I was glad to have the opportunity. We, I, I want to go to Taiwan. <laughs> I want to get dressed up like a cowboy again in Taiwan. <laughs> oh, Christ. I get it. I, I totally get Cause it. Because I like, I, I, I've been to Europe, and I've been lucky to go to both. And Asia was fun. I, I just dipped my toe in the waters mm-hmm. of Asia, but... Really going out there and being a goober. I feel like it, the more you travel, the more you realize like most people are really chill. Totally. Yeah. Unless you go to like uh, parts of China. Yeah. I've only ever been to Beijing. Um, and like I said earlier in the show, it was, it was just like a China does this thing like a transit visa because it's like it's really fucking expensive to get a Chinese visa. And it's not particularly easy either. Yeah. Um, Turns out we hate each other, right? Yeah, secretly, huh? <laughs> but um, but they do do this thing called a transit visa where if you've got, like, a flight from somewhere else to somewhere else a couple days later, you can just stay in Beijing for, like, 96 hours or something. Like, hmm. Beijing or Shanghai or, like, the big cities all have these, like, transit visas. Um, so I spent, like, four days in Beijing. And it is, it's just a trip, man. There's so many people. Yeah. And, like, Hanoi is massive like there's just so so many people but beijing is just another level once you go to mega cities for the first time it's like oh yeah we think new york's hot shit oh yeah and taipei has a very similar kind of feel where it's yeah you're riding the metro in taipei and it's like how are all of these people existing yeah. in the they same? have no drinking like laws pretty much <laughs> so i'm just drinking like a you know I have it's called Taiwan beer, delicious Taiwan uh, beer. Taiwan beer. Uh, get some Taiwan beer. Goofing promo code. Uh, <laughs> so good. And I was just drinking one of those all the time because they're like a dollar, yeah. or something. And people would just look at you like, "Why are you? What is this drinking?" Like, you're nobody doing? ever says anything because they they don't the th- the culture doesn't because some Asian cultures don't have history in like drinking, so mm-hmm. they don't they can't metabolize alcohol as well. There's the there's the red facing. The, the flush. Oh, yeah. What's I, that? So I so uh, a good friend of mine in New York um, was of, like, Thai descent. Um, and whenever he would drink, uh, after, like, two beers, his face would turn beat red, and it would actually, like, hurt him. Oh, allergic would, reaction? It, it's not, like, I don't know if it's an allergic reaction. I don't have enough medical knowledge to know <laughs> what exactly it is. But I saw that a lot in Asia where, like, yeah, people wouldn't drink because it was actually kind of painful for them. Yeah. That being said, um, I don't want to push the notion that Asians can't drink because do you know the number one drinking country per capita? Japan. What? Korea. Korea. Yeah. South, South Koreans drink more per person, like more drinks per person than I anywhere know. else. That's where I want to go. Because whenever they do business, the, the boss goes like, all right, we're going to go to a team meeting. And they all go out and they just get smashed together. Fucking it's insane. Great business. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, good reports there, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I feel like. Um, Here's a fucking liter of, co- uh, you know, whiskey. <laughs> like, Japan has uh, like a pretty solid drinking culture as well. Yeah. Um, but Japan, it's very. 
it's still a little bit stigmatized for women to drink over there. Hmm. Like it's it's not really what it basically boils down to is a lot of Asian countries are like still really fucking sexist. Um, yeah, I think that's that's something that a lot of Americans don't realize is like, man, we we are we're we're trying to make changes. It's like other countries are super racist. That's yeah, I mean, and like Taiwan, first country in Asia to legalize gay marriage, like six yeah. months ago. Yeah, a year ago. I don't time doesn't exist anymore, but yeah. um, yeah, like this is this is something that we all have to realize is that yeah, there are a fuckload of problems in America. But we also have, like, a lot of things further, like women's – this is now sounding weird. Uh-oh. But Uh-oh. What are you going to say? Just like – Uh-oh. Just like <laughs> the, the idea now that it's, like, you know, it's okay for, like, women to have a job or not have a job. You can kind of do whatever the fuck you want to. Yeah. Uh, like, that's not really a thing over – like, in, in Vietnam, you get married at, like, 22. You push out two kids – by and 25 then yeah. <laughs> and then you die right <laughs> like it's it's like thailand right now having huge fucking protests um because the role of women over there like despite the new government saying like oh we're gonna you know equality for women like they're they're promising all this stuff and like delivering none of it mm. um and yeah like it's obviously far from perfect here in the states but like we've come a long way yeah i i think we need to go back no. <laughs> as as we keep saying this is an alt right as an alt right alt right goofing with oh, Luke Gaston. Fuck. I oh it's funny that we call this podcast goofing sometimes and we're like okay the geopolitics in fucking Africa. <laughs> I just love talking about it. No, it is like interesting. one of my I, I think one of the things that makes life worth living is getting really fucked up and just talking about politics. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did that the other Politics day. and, like, economies and just, like, the world. Yeah, me and my buddy were drinking just pint after pint, and we had like, smoked the doink, and we eat pizza, and just uh, like, oh, man, the government, dude, you know? It's awesome. Yeah. It's we were, great. We were talking about gray wolves. You know how gray wolves passed in Colorado? Oh, yeah. They passed to reintroduce gray wolves. That was, so that was one that I personally knew very little about, so I voted against it because... I don't know if it's a good thing to introduce gray wolves. I texted my buddy who works for the wildlife service and uh-huh. like knows about it. He's like, oh, yeah, you've told me for sure it's going to help the ecosystem. Because oh, elk, okay. elk, elk up there have chronic wasting disease. And if, oh, that, okay. if that jumps to humans, <laughs> oh, yikes. Interesting. Uh, so that's the pitch for it. But I think it'd be like we were just talking about how like if society collapsed, we're going to really be kicking ourselves for reintroducing all these wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Just fighting him <laughs> off in the woods. Yeah, like, God yeah. damn it. Fuck. Ecosystem's doing great. <laughs> Ate my kid. Yeah, it's those... I don't know. It's the it's those votes that it's like, fuck, I am, I am partially responsible for whether or not gray wolves get reintroduced to the ecosystem. And I know nothing about gray wolves. I know nothing about the ecosystem. I don't... I, I studied journalism. Like, I feel like I am, <laughs> I am not responsible for this yeah. decision. Yeah. I guess it was a good thing to do, though, from what I've... Uh, allegedly. Allegedly, but I think that should have probably just been a decision for, like, people who knew anything about gray wolves, more so than, like, an entire yeah. statewide... But I think the only way to get that passed is you're going to go back to radio. Am I going to go back to radio? I have uh, no real desire to. Yeah. Uh, I love radio. I really do. But... This is radio now, dude. 
We're doing podcasts it. are massive. I uh, and I I mean I love doing it because it's just like I, it's my own thing and there's yeah. no one telling me what to do. Yeah, it's just for fun. I have a group of people listening. And they're fucking awesome, and yeah. we just. I do shows and then I give out stickers. That's it. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's it's awesome because it's I, it's like something I've I've kind of come to terms with. So like when I was when I was working that shitty hotel job, um, I was very much of the mindset that it's like okay, well, I have to make it as a musician, right? Because this is what I want to do. It's something that I really enjoy doing. Yeah. So this is what my career needs to be. Um, but like. Fuck it, dude. Like I I would love if I made like a tolerable living from music, but I know I never will. Yeah. So it's kind of just like I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to. If anybody listens to my stuff, that's awesome. Yep. And that's it. That's all I got. What's the name of your band again? Hex Cassette. Hex Cassette. Watch the video online if you want to feel weird and scared. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love you. Thanks for doing the pod. Hey, thanks.